Hola y bienvenido a Presione B para cancelar. Este día en... I'm sure the wife is in the other room right now going, what in the world? <laughs> he just butchered everything. I just want to say thank you for giving me the cue because I don't speak a lick of Spanish being Canadian. I barely speak English and French. So <laughs> I would not have known that was today on. In any I, other I'm sure it was terrible. I put it through Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today on Google Translate. So today I am joined by... Uh, sick jake Say yeah hello. i'm just me uh sure <laughs> glad to be here no masks on my face <laughs> we're also joined by sinistar 77 hello happy uh happy uh post dia de los muertos yes yes and uh <sighs> guy prime <sighs> hola ese color <laughs> <laughs> Look, first of all, uh, no soy mexicano, okay? Soy americano, pero uh, me gusta mucho la cultura mexicana y las personas de México y Mesoamérica. Selma Hayek, Tena Huerta, te quiero. Did I y hear you call yourself a dog? Did I hear you call yourself a dog? I, didn't, claro. I, heard, I heard perro in there, right? Um, it also means butt. Oh. <laughs> y lo siento if uh, my Not, Spanish like, is comma butt. mierda. <laughs> but You know what? Today it's on. better than mine. Sorry, Jake, I swore. <laughs> we might be okay at this point. Uh, that was what? That was what? Two minutes in? We're, we're, we're okay. Full disclosure, I didn't play the game this week. I spent all week just putting that together. So. <laughs> well, that mass is top tier, GP. Pretty great, great work in the match. I so, pulled out Rosetta Stone and spent the week I, with Rosetta I, Stone. I wanted to have a luchador mask. I very much did, but I couldn't find one. Ah, I would have so, had it on uh, because I would have had the mouth hole. Today we're talking about guacamole, or uh, most everything at this point. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know what it's been released on. I don't know if it's on the Switch. I would imagine Came it out the switch a couple of years ago, I think oh, the, okay. uh, Serpro turbo championship edition or some such, but yeah. it's, it's recently on that one. Yeah. Linux, Mac thing. OS, windows, PlayStation three, PlayStation Vita, Wii U, Xbox 360, Xbox one switch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's on a lot of stuff. And here I am with the PlayStation, like a putz. <laughs> PS five. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to flex, but you know, <laughs> So before before we jump into the uh, nitty gritty of this game, I want to tell you guys a story about when I first saw, I want to say it was in Game Informer, well before it came out. Uh, there was an, They did an article on it. And <laughs> so I was reading about it and I was like, okay, I got to I got to tell the wife about this because this is interesting and funny. Um, so the main character's name is Juan Agocate, which mm. For those of you who don't know, an agocate is an avocado. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, 
He uh, <laughs> and this this game is all based around Dia de los Muertos and numerous things from Mexican culture. It's really cool. Um, and it's made by a Canadian studio called Drinkbox. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because the more I was reading about it to the wife, she was like, "I don't know if I should be offended or impressed." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I and what's funny, just really quick to to mention, you you read an article, right? So, um, uh, Drinkbox Studios. Uh, before that, they had a, a a game called About a Blob, and that was kind of their intro to to gaming. And I watched a talk from one of the creators um, of Drinkbox Studio where he talked about how they one of the things that they changed when they went from about a blob to guacamole is uh, they, they actually talked to the media they promoted before release. Like they talked about how they were scared to promote about a blob because they were, you know, they worried they were going to be exposing all their warts. Right. Mm. But they like this talk was specifically about what did they change about, you know, producing about a blob to guacamole. And yeah, one of the things was they uh, they promoted the hell out of it going forward. So it's kind of cool that you saw that article prior to. It's neat because we've seen with like Hello Games and No Man's Sky a few episodes back how talking to the media maybe a bit too much was not to their favor. So I'm glad it worked out for Drinkbox. I also didn't realize they're Canadians. So that shows how much research I did this week. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I got to say, though, to, to Werewolf's point. I don't think because you were talking about how your wife was like, I don't know if I should be offended or impressed. It's a celebration of the culture. And, and I think that oh, that should be, I mean, it, I, it wasn't I done. In, agree. When you yeah. play through the game, you can see, you know, the amount of research that they likely did and yeah. how much care went into crafting this game. But the initial reading of the article just sounded so uh, oh, like no. a Mel like a Mel Brooks kind of situation, you know? Sure. Sure. sure, sure. <laughs> Can I step back a second? Um, what's a Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> it's that, you know, Southern neighbor that you guys have. You know, oh, right. We haven't quite got the snow yet like you guys do, but you know. <laughs> right. Uh, the main character is one. And then the secondary character, the co-op character is Tostada. Yes. I thought that was yes. made up for, for by Taco Bell. Is that actually a real food or is yes, that just no, we just have tostadas all the time, man? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a Mexican right, yeah. pizza is the made up version of a tostada Taco yeah. Bell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tostada real Mexican pizza. No. Mm, it, okay. A Mexican pizza is essentially a double stack tostada that's uh nowhere near as good for you. Right. <laughs> but delicious. <laughs> by Whack Arnold. But but yes. <laughs> get your wacky meal with your wack yeah. burgers. At so real quick, though, before we get too far, just in case any of the viewers tonight are not familiar, I did the homework. I know what this game is about, as I know you all are. But if you want to explain it to the listeners and the viewers, like they don't know anything about the game and spent their week doing other things, maybe do that. And then we'll, we'll please. OK, um, Wakamele is a Metroidvania at its core. But it's more of a beat em up than traditional metroidvanias usually are because every move you get that allows you to move forward one it uh you know some of them will actually give you new methods of traversal you know more um maneuverability and such 
but they allow you to literally break through a new type of block. Like it's never mm. just, you know, now you can jump higher. It's usually you can break these now. You can break these mm -hmm. now. Like they kind of hit you over the head with just how silly some of the aspects mm -hmm. of this game are. And like you're doing and, an uppercut, like a flying uppercut, which is great for movement, but also it's an attack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's got the whole Metroidvania thing, but then also kind of shades of like Shovel Knight and uh, River City Ransom, you know, that new what? one that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. And my, comparison, my comparison is actually Ori in the Blind, Blind Forest. I have not played um, that yet. Yeah. So on my list, <laughs> two, two years, two years later, Ori in the Blind Forest, which has the Metroidvania platform, you know, with abilities that you earn, but also kind of much like Guacamelee locks you into battles, right? Like you get into an area and you get locked into a battle and that happens as well in, in Ori. So I would say it's like Metroidvania meets uh, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man boss battles. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's got some pretty heavy duty platforming mm -hmm. that they've, you know, challenging platforming that oh. I find super interesting. I did so much in this game. I think I did all the extra content after you beat it and everything. Like I had a blast. Um, I uh, yeah. Speaking of the the sorry the platforming, I there's there's one portion where there's like a half a platform that comes out, and there's. Spoiler alert. We are going to talk spoilers. Sorry, folks. Came out in 2013. Um, it's practically retro. Come on. Right. Uh, I mean, previous generation. Uh, well, two generations back, PlayStation 3. Um, but, like, you drop down from the platform into the little uh, portal that converts it between Land of the Living and the Land of the Dead. And then you immediately have to do an uppercut to get onto the next platform that then appears. Like, Mm -hmm. It's some heavy duty platforming that's like very, very specific timing. It's kind of like Celeste, but with punches. <laughs> that's what yeah. it kind of reminds me of. Or, or Meat Boy. Or, or, or Meat Boy. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's right. some of them are actually quite difficult uh, to reversal, right? Like the one I saw that stands out was yeah, it's an open room and there's these columns and there's spikes on mm -hmm. top, and you have to do the uppercut to kind of move across. The uppercut kind of reminds me of um, Symphony of the Night has the uh, Richter mode you can unlock. And it's it's and it's like that game was built for you know Alucard, but when you're trying to go through with Richter and you're using all his trumped up moves like slides and jumps and uppercuts, it doesn't feel quite right. It works, but it doesn't <laughs> feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It feels like you're breaking every scene to get through to the level. But that's so just how the game plays. I want to talk about right now how um the uppercut how how there's more than one way to skin each cat. Because I'm thinking of, I think the room that you're talking about where there are spikes as you kind of jump over to the next wall, you did the uppercut to get over the spikes. I actually hit the left trigger to do the little block move as I went past. Oh. Okay. So there's more than one way to skin this cat, right? Which that's yeah. cool. And later on, you find yourself doing that kind of stuff all the time. You're just... Mm -hmm constantly jumping between the world the land of the living and the land of the dead mm -hmm. and using all your abilities to just get around a room through this what is essentially uh, a double-sided puzzle as you navigate these portals and the walls and everything that just keeps changing right. when you go through the portals it's great 
Yeah, so I, I love a game that has more than one way. I love when we talk about it and Jake is like, I did the uppercut to get past these spikes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I did the little block maneuver to get past the spikes. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, especially when like a lot of Metrovanias are not that open at all, right? Once you've unlocked the item you need, that's it. You use that item. So I didn't quite realize there's different ways to get through the through the uh, the rooms with different power-ups. That's actually really interesting. It's It's definitely... A unique game for sure both in just the like i like for example like it, it feels like symphony of the night it feels like a metrovania but you're right when you're doing the combat it's like a beat-em-up i like how you can grab enemies and you can throw them in any direction basically that feels yes. so wildly out of place for a metrovania but it's fun it's different i like that yeah. part a lot it is and especially when you have multiple people playing so i was right uh, i was playing with my kid yesterday and that's the footage i collected for us to play in the background of this um but I, while we were playing, I noticed that it's apparently up to four players. Really? That would just be mayhem. No. Yeah, at the top, <laughs> you constantly see, like, player three, press start, player four, press start. I was like, holy oh, crap, wow. this is wild. Huh. <laughs> I thought it was only a two-player game. I didn't realize it was up to that yeah, many players. I, is that the I new version, do. maybe, or no? Uh, it's Super Turbo Championship Edition. I, I would okay. imagine it's been there since at least that released. Uh, that is where they introduced four player cooperative. Just looking at, okay. the, at, at, at my mind palace. <laughs> and uh, just so it's not confusing, like, no, you don't all look like the same character if you don't want to. Um, there are unlockable costumes in this game that you can, as you do challenges and stuff, you, you get uh, silver instead of gold. Silver is what you spend on uh, cosmetic upgrades, whereas Gold is what you spend on your know, actual ability upgrades and mm. things that make your character stronger. So you you earn both as you go through. You just earn a lot more gold. Um, so you find like all these different costumes that are themed around various aspects of you know, Mexican culture for the most part. Some are just tongue in cheek jokes based on things that are happening. Like there's a lot of chickens in this game. So one of them is just a chicken suit, <laughs> right? Um, and in the footage here, you'll see, you know, the characters look like Spider-Man and the tick. Now mm. that's because the game has mod support. Mm. Oh, so this is not official. I was, my <laughs> no, mind was it is not official. Video. Okay. So I was like, somebody made the tick and somebody <laughs> made Spider-Man. So this will be me and the kiddo. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love awesome. that. Bro, I thought this was official. I'm like, how the hell they pull that off for an indie game? Like the tick have, license, yeah. Spider-Man. I'm, I have the toughest chickens around. Guy, so honestly, <laughs> the dialogue in this game. Uh, oh, well, you yeah. said tongue in cheek, oh, but it, there man. are some very direct jokes, and then there are some oh, yeah. kind of uh, higher thought, I guess, jokes. I'll, have, just to, very, very I'll have to ask your mom out after you've you know defeat the bad guy, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just yeah, just love it. There's yeah, there's definitely jokes in this game that beat you over the head with them. And then there's some that sneak underneath and then some that try to sneak underneath and then they beat you over the head with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. They've got a great sense of humor, which actually shows in a new game. Well, a newer game that they released called Nobody Saves the World that I've been playing lately with a friend of mine. Uh, when I first loaded it up, he was excited to play it. He was like, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be fun. So we loaded it up and I was like, drink box. Oh, I'm in for a treat. <laughs> nice. And nice. it is very much, you know, that that same sense of humor going through it it's just uh the amount of puns and mm -hmm. mexican 
culture jokes this makes not at the the expense of mexican culture but you know sometimes just words sometimes uh just i don't know how to describe it but like and sometimes it's just naming conventions like jaguar javier it sounds silly yeah but right (laughs) it's avocado which is guacamole yeah (laughs) and and even in like in the Canadian showing I know in the first few minutes, they make all sorts of jokes about you being the last one. Mm, You're the only one that can save us. (laughs) (laughs) Which let's, let's not just glaze over the Shyamalan level twist at the beginning of the game. Right. Oh yeah. Cause right off the bat, like the first thing that happens is you go to try and save the damsel in distress and you're murdered. Yeah. You just get up, you just get (laughs) just full up, full up murdered. (laughs) Yeah. Five minutes in, you're just mm-hmm. poor Juan dies. Yeah, I'm like, is this a Dead Souls or Dark Souls? Like, <laughs> oh look, I got murdered as part of the beginning of the game. Yeah. And then seconds later, he finds uh, a luchador mask that gives him the power to come back to the land of the living, and gives him super strength and superpowers and all this. So it it, it essentially makes him a superhero. And Tostada shows up in the land of the dead to tell him this. And then she's just on the adventure with Juan. Which is great. <laughs> and then, of course, pulling all sorts of popular memes into the game, like Grumpy oh, Cat. So right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see the little posters, and it's 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 the Mexican art version of Grumpy Cat, right? I love yeah. it. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got, like, Mega Hombre and El Hero and... <laughs> It, uh, it kind of reminds me of a game version. Hermanos. It kind of reminds me of a game version of uh, Three Amigos. <laughs> kind like, of. You yeah. know, El Guapo. <laughs> Guapo. And yeah. Some of the jokes, like, people won't even get anymore if they weren't around on the internet at the time. Uh, yeah. One of them is, like, you see two faces, and one, for me, I clearly know who they are. It's the Oh, really, Owl? And the Yeah, really, Owl from, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Oh, my gosh, I can't read. Punch the keys, for God's sake. It's not that one. It's the other one. You're the man now, dog. YTMND. Right, right, oh, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ooh, so they, I have to I have to throw out there. There is, if, if you're the man now, dog, still exists. I'm does. on there. I'm on there. Who needs and, Twitter? <laughs> if you're a man now, dog. That's well, a new we, social we, space for us. Reaching it, back it, to the it, early days of luchador adjacent things, uh, I've had so many strong, bad feelings mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. memories going through my blood this week. There's, there's even a strong, bad reference in the game. Yep. Yep. Good. Yeah. You use your powers for good <laughs> or for awesome. <laughs> I mean, there's literally a character painted on a wall that looks, you could tell he's strong, bad. Yeah. It's great. By the way, my uh, friends and I had a discussion. Awesome is apparently both a subset of good and evil, because for good or for awesome. Yeah. Ah. By by, by reasoning of logic, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching this footage, and in like the last 30 seconds, there's got to be at least a dozen different Easter eggs or in jokes from other video games, from oh, Zelda, oh, yeah. Majora's Mask, to freaking I saw the Grumpy Cat. Like that's wild. I know before this recording, Sinistar, uh, on uh, offline, you were showing up, you're talking to us about, um, you were playing it, and you're like, yes. you want to explain like what you saw, and you're like, is this what I think it is? 
we're we're uh, we're long enough in that I can use some words. I think I referred to it as is that a fucking Metroid? <laughs> and then followed up with, yeah. oh yeah, that's a fucking Metroid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you followed it up with that as you were filming the screen with a uh, a Chuzo statue. Yes, instead of a Chozo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. is it a chorizo? Is that what is that what statue it is? Yeah, well, I, I, okay, that's where I went with it too. I'm like, why did they not call it a chorizo? That's that's true. That would have been kind of funny to call it a chorizo statue. Come on, Canada, get on it. And delicious. It would have been delicious. <laughs> too. I, I need yeah. to hear the country itself apologize for for missing the obvious. <laughs> well, it is so, what we're good at. Sorry, what's a Canadian yeah. apologizing as our national export. You know, one of my favorite Canada jokes is somebody says, just wait until Canada takes over the world, then you'll all be sorry. Ah! <laughs> I have nothing to do with the game. I just wanted to tell that. So, Jake, you're saying the, the, the gross domestic product is, is apologies. Apologies, yeah. That's, that's how we save the world, with apologies. One batch of poutine at a time. Mm, delicious. Uh-huh. So, I... I was when I saw the article about this game initially, I was so excited because you know, I'm from Southern California, so I grew up kind of knowing about the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, and you know my favorite band is Oingo Boingo, and their yeah. aesthetic mm-hmm. leans heavily into that. So even more so, I was I always thought it was really cool, and so when this game was announced, I was like, oh, and I gotta say, like. The, the art style, the feel, the the music. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Guitars and horns is wonderful in this game. It's yeah. This has an OST that I think was actually like well received outside of just existing in the game. Mm-hmm. Like this is a soundtrack that I would absolutely listen to without playing the game. Real it's, quick, if, it, it, I'm sorry, if I may ask, because now it's bugging me. Oingo Boingo, uh, it's a dead man's party. Yes. Yes. Jay Beckenstein. Uh, sax player. What? Oh, I don't no. know. No, no, no. no? Okay. <laughs> Danny I, I, The horn yeah. section was Leon Schneiderman, Sam Phipps, and Dale Turner. So Dale's okay. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's got. He's got. Uh, I can. I, they're washed out a little bit, but yeah, I can see. I right can there, see only are... only a lad for sure as the second one down. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, yeah. my bad. Got my wires <laughs> confused. But Dead Man's Party, classic song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not mm-hmm. even their best. Anyway, we digress. Yes. Tangents we abound. Mm-hmm. We do. If it wasn't a press B, it wouldn't be full of pet tangents. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what did what are your guys' experiences with this? Uh, Jake, have you played this before this week? So. I, it was on my list of games to try out. I do like playing a lot of these uh, the indie titles, and I do like Metrovanias. And it was around the same time I was trying to get into Hollow Knight, and I had Game Pass at the time, and this was on Game Pass, so I gave it a go. I saw that it had co-op, so I was going to play with my kids, but maybe they were just maybe they're just a little too young at the time for it, so I ended up playing it solo. I got I'll be honest with you, I got maybe an hour into it, and it, it kind of put me to sleep. I don't know really? why, because like the music is fantastic. I I like the puns, I like the humor, the graphic style is pretty cool. I, I really dig the. Um, it's almost like Samurai Jack in just the way it's that angular kind of. cartoon style. I like it quite a bit, but something about the gameplay just wasn't 
gripping me. Maybe I just didn't mm. resonate with the combat, I guess, because there's a lot of combat, it feels like, in this game. Oh, there's a ton, and it's I think it's a blast. I'm not usually a, a fighting game kind of player, and this, and, and by that, I, I should probably clarify it. Fighting game like Streets of Rage or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it is up, very sure. much arcade beat em up style, just not with the depth, right? Um, and that's not usually my thing. And I love this game. The combat is just so fluid and wacky. <laughs> it is it is oddball weird in the best possible way. Like even yes. without the mods. <laughs> like the giant chickens for no reason whatsoever. Like some of the some of the characters you come across are just wild. Uh they're called and... Pollo Gigantes, but yes. <laughs> Again, I don't know anything yours is saying. I barely speak French, <laughs> so I don't know anything about Spanish. Chicken cacciatore? My Taco. kid came in yesterday going, hey, you want to play that? Because I had mentioned it to him. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So that's why when we recorded the footage. And he mm. had a lot of fun. He struggled a little bit with some of the, the deeper combos in the fighting mechanics. Sure. But uh, for the most part, he had a blast. And the fact that he can die and then, you know, 10 seconds later, he's back in the fray as long as I yeah. didn't die. It mm -hmm. makes it so much less stressful. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely a lot of fun multiplayer. That's the only reason why, like, my kids and I like to play Mario Maker stuff together is because as long as one person's still alive, you can still keep going. Mm. And when right. you're not in that pressure on your kids to stay alive in these kind of games, it's totally a lot more fun. Yeah. And and that's what it's like in terms of the multiplayer. Like if you play new Super Mario Brothers in multiplayer, you know, if if one person falls in a pit, they come back up in a bubble, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of happens in this. Mm -hmm. Like you I don't know if you've noticed in the gameplay on the footage I've got, but every once in a while you see this blue bubble just floating around. And that's my son who got left behind on screen or is respawning or accidentally hit a button combination. <laughs> So you were asking experience with this game and I had to look yes. it up. So I got this as a humble bundle. I got the, uh, the gold edition as a humble bundle. I'm looking, I got it on February 4th, 2014. So <laughs> almost a year after it was released and I played it. And I remember that I got stuck and I specifically remember I got stuck in a part that I couldn't jump up to the back to the tier that I needed to be. And when I played it this week, I don't know what was wrong with me in 2014, but it was the super <laughs> uppercut me mechanic, right? Which I learned from the, right the Chuzo, right? Yeah. Like, um, so I, I definitely got further, um, but there's also, it's very interesting. There's also like a, a very steep difficulty, like almost hockey stick, um, I got to a point where, and I can't remember the, the, the evil lady's name, the one with kind of the flowing hair, right. That kind of flows. Oh, behind her. Yeah. I, I don't remember her name either, unfortunately. And she says, Oh, we'll fight at some point and disappears. And then you get thrown into a fight where it's the armadillos that, you know, turn into fire and attack you. And then there's one of the giant like robot -y things that shows up. And I just, I keep getting just beaten down at that point. And so you mentioned that your son had a problem with the combos and the, I'm your son, apparently. So <laughs> hi dad. <laughs> I'm hi, it's son. either, it's either I'm, you know, a, a you know, a 
early teen ish age or I'm over 40 and I just <laughs> can't do it anymore. But I, I had a blast getting there for sure. Um, and I love the art style. I love the dialogue. I love, um, I love the chickens. I did the chicken quest where you try to get them all into the little, you know, container, right. And you just smack them and they turn red and get angry. And mm -hmm. I honestly, I probably spent way too long at that. Just beating chickens about because you know, <laughs> why not? Cause you can, you can beat the crap out of them and then grab right. them and body slam them. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. The body slams are glorious because if I'm like, one of the reasons that I struggle with that fight is the previous fights, when there was multiple people on the screen, I beat somebody until I had the grab icon show up. I'd grab them and I just throw them into everybody else. And it would kind yeah. of give me that little break, right? Like, okay, I have a break. I can now like, you know, recollect and fight again. And I'm having a hard time in the current fight. So that Nick, like when you do that, it adds to your, your combo counter. Right. Mm -hmm. When they hit it, like the enemy hits all the other enemies, those are added to your hit combo as you go. The bigger your hit combo, I think the more money you're rewarded with after combat, mm -hmm. or at least when the combo stops being counted and resets. So it's, it's kind of nice. Like they, it really encourages you to get good at the combat mm -hmm. without punishing you for not being good at the combat. <laughs> I feel what like I'm in the punishment phase. The, oh, the what money gets thing? you um, upgrades to stamina and life, and then you okay. regenerate and like all of that stuff. So, and each one has a dollar figure to it. Yeah, okay. and you, but all the you moves also itself you find though you don't you don't buy the moves though. Right, right. you can unlock right. new hit combos with money as well, but not actual like super moves. <clears throat> okay, so that, that is like River City Ransom then, really right. with the buying of yeah. combos. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was kind of getting that from. And uh, to, to kind of go along with the what is everybody's experience with the, the game, uh, I didn't know this game existed until the name itself started kind of being floated, which shouldn't shock too many people, me being a, a very out-of-touch retro gamer. <laughs> uh, and then this was a very busy week for me, but I, of course, made time to sit down, watch it, you know, and, and I watched a couple different, you know, abbreviated playthroughs and, you know, all, all that but I got to say, this was one of the games where, and this is kind of rare for me, I, I didn't mind watching the longer plays of a game that right. I didn't know from people right. I didn't know. And typically, you can always tell, uh, you know, with our, our Press B episodes, whether or not I, I know anything about the game, because either I'm here or I'm not. <laughs> uh, and this is, even though I have no experience with this game outside of the reviews and the playthroughs, I really was like excited to be a part of this episode. And I was very much looking forward to tonight, not just hanging out with you, hombres, but to discuss this game in particular. And I, you know, for me, that uh, speaks a lot to the game because that doesn't happen frequently. And oh, uh, me, 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 Romano, uh, yeah. 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 Corazon. Corazon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel, I see you. Uh, <laughs> but, but I will say this, my very first impression of, of watching, uh, you know, game footage of this was, this looks like, the Emperor's New Groove had like a flashback yes. scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally the and, same style. And especially was, yes. with the the goat man. Yeah. <laughs> he transforms from the goat into a human. Yeah. Sure, it's yeah. I love, huge. I, 
huge Emperor's New Groove vibes. I love it. I yeah. love the goat man. I love the fact yeah. that every time you destroy the 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 statues, he gets pissed, and then he's <laughs> yeah. like, and then he's like, turns from goat into dude, and he's like, yeah, I might as well teach you the move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you're putting him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, I this is wildly. Um, not ingenuity that's not the right word but it was creative it seemed original for being as derivative i mean how do you say something's original when you also say it's based on a culture and metroidvania you know it takes from all these things but it's it's two plus two equals seven in my opinion with this i can actually talk about that because i watched that it was a it was a gdc conf so it was a games done quick conf um where the the one of the originators of um drinkbox talked about it and he said one of the changes that they made from uh, their previous game was no matter what, they basically had a rule of saying yes. So if somebody had an idea, they basically said, put it in the game, put it in the game. We'll try it out. And then they had, you know, of course they had basically a veto power at the end of it, but they basically said, throw it in there and we'll see. And that's honestly how a lot of the culture pulled into it. Like, the memes and stuff that they pulled mm-hmm. in. And yeah, a lot of the moves, the chickens, I think the chickens were somebody was like, let's put chickens in the game. And it just stunk. Mm-hmm. Flame face, which is one of the bad guys <laughs> was something that somebody was like, what, what bad guys should we have? And somebody in a, in a room was like, yeah, we should have uh, you know, a bad guy that's just uh, got a flaming face. And it became one of the big principles, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's great. So. And that's, uh, that's, I think I, was it a Disney principle where everything is a yes, mm-hmm. but it's either yes, yes, if, or yes, but. And right. I think if you can always find a way to do that, you'll come up with something special. But yeah, I, yeah. I've heard of that kind of cultural thing, uh, you know, in, in corporations. So it's cool to see that it worked out so well here. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you can really tell the, the love and interest they had for Mexican mm-hmm. culture when creating this. It's, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Cause they don't, directly make fun of mexican culture they they make fun of what is seen as probably you know mech uh, american or internet culture right. through this lens of <laughs> this this mexican fictional world you know yeah. i want to know what the art style i tried to look it up but i want to know what that art style is where it's like the the velvet paintings but it's like the you know the the kind of hard lines and you see it a lot in the dealer's de los muertos uh you know art right and i couldn't find the name for it but i love that art i love that art yeah i i gotta say with you i'm i'm very into uh well the the mexican culture um i'm afraid that anything i say is going to seem not worthy of uh the level of praise that I, i i should heap on it but I, I'm with you, I, whether it's the aesthetic or just kind of the cultural feel, the foods, the music. I love it all, and I, I, I celebrate all of it whenever possible. Uh, also, margaritas. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a game that I, I think it's not making fun of. It's not exploitive. Not like it very, very easily could have been. But it's yeah. 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 And that's it was it was done the right way, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, what's the term? Where like it wasn't stolen, right? It wasn't a culture stolen. It was appropriated. A honored. Yeah, appropriated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a culture honored. Really, I think by yeah. by what it looks like and and feels to me, like I never looked at it as like ooh cringe. <laughs> you 
know? I played through a good chunk of it with the wife. And, you know, for those of you who are unaware, my wife is originally from Mexico. Um, so she she approved of a lot of things that happened to this game. So and huge <laughs> shout really out what you want. Huge shout you want out to from, Wife Wolf. Yes. Thank you. you want somebody from the culture playing the game and saying, it do be like that though. Like that's exactly right. <laughs> that's the, the stamp of, of, of authenticity. I love it. Yeah. If you're playing it and you're you know, you say your wife who's who's Mexican is like sitting there going. Yeah, she was not you know, like she was, <laughs> this feels wrong. <laughs> Okay, let me turn off the PlayStation. We'll uh, let's turn on a movie. <laughs> Those poyos are gigante, though. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, wait, what did you say? Those are giant chickens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the size of those chickens is whack. <laughs> wait, that's that's uh, that was Young Guns, wasn't it? <laughs> Have you guys seen the size of those chickens? <laughs> I don't remember uh, that. Was that uh, they're, they're all, Emilio they're all on, I, one of them. They're all on peyote. <laughs> and I was like, Emilio, the mighty yeah. duck man. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's shooting his gun into the sky, and he's just high on peyote, and he's like, "Did you guys see the size of those chickens?" <laughs> Apparently, that's how uh, guacamole started. I'm sticking to that story. The secret yes, origins of guacamole is in Young Guns. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, I mean, it's, you can see it right off the start of the game too. When you first launch the game and start a new file, you leave Juan's house and he's an agave farmer, mm, which yeah. is used to make uh, tequila, tequila. I believe, right? Tequila. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's really cool. Just the, the attention to detail with all these little things that they put it in. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, but not, not to steal a bit from John Mulaney. But can you imagine what the pitch had to be like in the room for this? Because it, it sounds, I think if you're pitching it, it's going to sound uh, appropriated or, you know, <laughs> offensively, you know, okay, so you're an agave <laughs> farmer, Juan Avocado, and there's another person, her name is Tostada. And, you know, yes, the whole thing does seem, but so, the execution was was there. And you're well, a luchador. We're up here in Toronto, Canada, and I mm. have an idea. Yeah. It involves luchadors. <laughs> and everybody in the room is like. <laughs> and her name is Tostada. Oh, like a Mexican pizza. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not the only one who thought that. That's great. <laughs> and and yeah. I mean, I, I love it because the, the character that he's out to save is El Presidente's daughter. Right. You know, <laughs> she doesn't even get a name. Right. No. <laughs> Which is kind of unfortunate in, you know, 2022. I agree. But I mean, you've also got another woman fighting alongside Juan. So it's. Sure. No, I get that. There's take in it, I guess. But like the the fact that the main character, like the main villain is this mariachi guy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one of the other villains, or I'm going to get into spoilers now with the story. uh, The woman, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I. I know it's not Extabe, but that's how it's spelled. <laughs> She's like constantly trying to get back to Carlos Calaca, the mariachi guy, instead of dealing with Juan because she wants to be with him. You start to see this unfold as you're going through the game where she's in love with him and it's kind of unrequited. And mm. so she's jealous of the fact that El Presidente's daughter is with him. So she, she wants to get to him, right? So it's, 
I love the the layers that are in this game. It's sure. not everybody is just bad to be bad. Everybody has their driving force as to why they're doing what they're doing. It's not two dimensional for anyone, but for the most part, which takes heavily from the uh, Spanish telenovelas. Mm. And uh, yeah, I stand by that one yeah. as well. Yeah, from, nice... from everything that I gather from watching this and and the reviews and things like that, it seems like the biggest complaint most people have is that there's not more of the game. Yeah, I mean, you can beat there's this a game. One. Well, yeah, there's a second one now. But uh, you know, at the time that this came out, that people are doing these reviews. It's, you know, if you're trying to be completionist, what, nine to maybe 12 hours, uh, first playthroughs okay. could be it was longer than that, but okay. Yeah, I think so I only got nine like, to 10 hours. yeah, I have about 10 hours and 20 minutes or something on my file where I did just about everything. Okay. Okay. I can't so. remember what it was, but the, 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 te- uh, the talk that I watched, the guy mentioned that, um, even though they'd lined up, you know, they'd been talking to the press the whole time they'd sent out like play tests, they'd done the whole thing it went up against some heavy, they had no idea that they were releasing against, and I'm, I'm blanking on the, on the games, but when they said the names, I was like, Ooh, yeah, you're lucky you made it. Like Bioshock infinite, I think came out around the same time. If I'm not wrong. Could have been. Yeah. Let me see. But it's 2013, right? It right. was, um, but yeah, uh, April 2013. Yeah, let's see if I can. Let's let me search my mind. <laughs> yeah, mind palace time. <laughs> um, In the meantime, while you guys are all doing research, let's celebrate some of the more famous luchadors. Uh, there was the masked muscle from Super Punch Out. Uh, of course, Nacho Libre, uh, Jack, Jack Black. Uh, so it came out alongside what Dragon's Dogma, Dead Island Riptide, Lego City Undercover. One uh, of the one of the um uh bionic commandos. <laughs> I remember that. It was one of the bionic commandos. Injustice oh. Gods Among Us. By Bionic Commando. Guacamele. Mm. Yeah. This is what I need. This is that <laughs> sweet spot. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G- yeah. Just one of the yeah. dishonored games. Um I mean, it it just Shin Mega Tensei. I think maybe you said that one. Uh, I mean, it came out. It was it was a fight, right? It was. Yeah. So, I gotta ask though, then for this game. So it came out. It's had a couple of re-releases. So the the servo the the Turbo Championship Edition, which is poking fun at um, Street Fighter. Street Fighter Two. What what changed in the re-releases? Did they add anything especially different? Uh, so four I think player. the original version had DLCs, and then Gold version had those DLCs built in. And then, and then the Super, Super Mega Turbo, Turbo was four player. Four player. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, and I don't even know if you can get them besides Super Turbo Championship Edition on Steam anymore or anything like that. So, so this is kind of fun. Can't. Yeah. This is kind of fun. I got the Hubble bundle. And I, so I've been playing the gold edition. I went and looked at my humble bundle library and apparently in 2018, they updated it. So I have the super turbo championship <laughs> edition. I need to uh, activate it on steam. Apparently there yeah, was, no, there was a, if you guys want to play it together, we should. Mm. I think there was a yeah. big freedom bundle at the time. If you purchased that, that's what it was in. Could have been. 
Um, yeah, this would be wild as four players. I'd like to play this in in a multiplayer. Like two yeah, is interesting, but four would be yeah. wild with this. Let's now do I'm it. curious. Does this have online play? I've never looked oh, into it. Oh, that's um, oh, even if it doesn't. There's always uh, Steam co-op online or um, Parsec. That's true, and, and yeah. you know, with the the amount of leeway they give you, when if you have four people playing, as long as one's still alive, it's not a game over. So yeah. <laughs> so here, here's a question. One of the main mechanics of this game, there are these portals that you can go through and then, you know, they take you from the land of the living to the land of the dead. There are certain boss fights and points in which uh, I, I think one of the boss fights is you got to find him in one of those two worlds and then you can fight him a little while while you're there, but then he'll teleport to the next one, but leave some bad guys behind in the other realm for you to fight. And you got to switch back and forth. If you got four people going and one person goes through to the other realm, does everybody have to go? Yes, it swaps yes. the entire screen. Okay. Yep. <laughs> See, yeah. Yeah, they're they're right there in the uh, the yeah, video game this, footage. It just it says remote play together, so this is not uh, online built in. That's okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. Except for remote play together is is you invite people in your Steam list and they, and yeah. they yeah you know yeah it's it's essentially Steam Link over the internet right. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's, it's still worth a play. Definitely uh, a game you should consider playing with your kids. If you're a parent and you like Metroidvanias and you like beat em ups and you want something that your kid is not going to get too stressed out with um, when learning new moves and combos, you might want to let them just <laughs> float around in the bubble for the time. So that way they don't have to stress out over learning these two because it makes everybody who's active try the move. So mm. once we figured out that he he was struggling with that, he went into a bubble. Oh, I just skipped right past it. So <laughs> there, it's a very forgiving game uh, if you have young children who are not great at this type of game but want to play with you. Unless you're almost forty-seven and you get to a point and you just can't <laughs> get past it. <laughs> have you played the sequel then, uh, Wolf or no? I haven't. I got it when it came out because I was so excited. Um, but yeah. I haven't made the time to play it yet. So I might just play through the first game with kiddo and then play the second game with him. Cause I'm curious to actually, I, I did not realize the studio made more than just this game. I feel bad now. Cause I should know the, I should know my people and my fellow Canadians <laughs> and what games they're putting out. So I guess they've done really one and two. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize they had other titles. I want to actually look at what else they've done. Because this this game is very polished. Uh, it animations are very smooth. It looks great. Mm-hmm. I just wish it vied with me a bit more. Um, but I can't fault it for the game. The game just looks looks fantastic and sounds so good. Well, they also did uh, like I said, nobody saves the world, and that is also up to four players, and it's an action RPG. Nobody saves the world. I don't think I know. Nobody that one saves the world. It it's a lot of fun. Drinkbox knows what they're doing, and I'm happy about this. <laughs> I I kind of like that they're a, a you know a a team with with not a super large quantity of games like it definitely is like they have picked specifically what they want to do right yes after after Guacamole severed after severed Guacamole two and after that nobody saves the world I mean it's it's like every two years they release a game. Hmm. So never even heard of nobody saves the world. I'm looking at it now. It actually looks pretty decent it's a ton of fun huh. okay <laughs> no these guys were just not on my radar unfortunately i have to check them out this is, this is really sorry cool. sorry 
Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. See, I've, I have no interest sorry, in looking into Nobody Saves the World. I'm sure it's great. But having just now discovered Guacamelee, I want to wait, properly wait. celebrate this. I, but Nobody Saves the World says it's on PlayStation 5. Yeah, and as our Switch, established right? PS5 correspondent, GP, you are obligated to play every PS5 release. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness all the PS5 games so far have been really short. We started with The Quarry. <laughs> Which uh, hasn't gotten super uh, scary yet, but so far it's a playable movie. There's no gameplay except for the occasional like hold the direction button, and that's it. Which, I but mean, it it's, has it's the delicious fun, boy but... from Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, <laughs> all of the uh, all of the actors are are wonderful. I think it's a very well cast game, and this is what the episode's about. But I'm excited for it to get scary. This is uh, when my wife was like, "I want a PS5, and I want it for this game." Mm-hmm. And so I, I got that for us for our anniversary, and it's it's been a blast so far. I'm excited to finish it, but I, I'm excited so, to get into a game that has gameplay. Persona Five, whatever, at a hundred hours, you're gonna have that done next week, right? We're gonna talk about that. About that. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you a choice: Persona Five Royal. Oh no! Or Marvel Ch- stop! 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 Both are solid I, games. I knew it was going to Marvel Snap. I, I knew I want to do a Marvel Snap just so Jake and I can do. A little pop-up short episode together. <laughs> it's short. Hey, I it can, can be talk so about short Marvel we can Snap. call it Marvel Snapchat. Oh boy! <laughs> I feel like we're going to be stepping on some uh, legal to toes day. there. Yeah, yeah, can we just snap that episode and be done with it? The, yeah, no, just, last look. And a half. I just got out of that lawsuit with my idea about instant Teddy Grams. I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ask. I don't want to ask. Mm. oh there we are okay sorry it's a friday and i've been drinking water in in your defense it was a very stupid joke on my part so no worries it it took me a moment to get to but i did get there eventually nice i've I've, heard that before from you know i've had i've had a water so far (laughs) about a fifth of water yes (laughs) The official drink of McDonald's. Red McDonald's. Of water. <laughs> you got you got that agave juice in there? Uh it's it's uh you know it 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 shares some similarities. It's appropriated the agave. Mm. Honestly, tequila sounds very good right now. Mm. Wait, yeah, no, I'm if it's not water. from Juan Avocado, I send it back. <laughs> Only the best. So, did you did you ever finish this wolf? Oh, absolutely. I loved the crap out of this game. And now that my kid seems to be enjoying it, like I said, I'm going to see if he wants to keep playing it. If he doesn't, I might just move on to the second one and just play it for me. Um if he does, did, I'll keep playing it with him cuz it's a lot of fun. As <laughs> as uh, cuz your kid, you know, with your wife's uh heritage, have you thought as somebody from not that heritage, you should try to teach your son that that is not at all hyper uh, hyperbolic, and that's just how it is in their <laughs> culture. And be like, "This is your birthright, kiddo." <laughs> we don't want him to get. We don't want him to get divorced, GP. <laughs> I'm, oh, uh, you're you're 12 years old. Here's your luchador mask. You're required yeah. to wear it from now on. It's time you knew the story. truth, son. Put on the mask. Yeah. Now he's 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 pretty well educated. In uh, Mexican culture, as he goes through life, uh, whenever we come up with something new, he's it's 
sometimes she'll bring stuff up and be like, this is a thing. And then mm-hmm. she'll explain it to him. And he's very proud of the fact that he's half Mexican. Um, that's also, of course, great. I just sorry, for no other reason than to get wife wolf to roll her eyes and be like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was just saying. I was saying also, sorry, wife wolf. Yeah. Of course, I like to poke fun at oh, poke fun at her because uh, we did the uh, the twenty three and Me, mm. I think it was or something like that. We yeah. did one of those, and she came back as twenty four percent Mexican. So every <laughs> once in a while, he'll be like, "I'm half Mexican." I'll be like, "Twelve percent." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! So, uh, press me to cancel has been canceled. Yeah. yeah. 12% canceled. Okay. Good run. 12, 12% canceled. No, no. I, I love Mexican culture. I think it's great. The food is oh, wonderful. I, the way they too. like, <laughs> I love how often my wife is like, man, you guys do everything so sad. Your birthday uh-huh. song is sad. Your funerals are just <laughs> no emotion. <Yeah. laughs> so my father, my father spoke, um, Obviously, English is a primary, but Portuguese and Spanish as well. And every every birthday, he would he would call everybody and he would sing "Happy Birthday" in like every language he knew. And he would do a, a Spanish version of 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 the American Happy Birthday song that sounds just <laughs> as sad. But yeah. then he would sing he would sing the the you know the Latin version, and I'm like, oh my god, that's actually beautiful. Like that it is. It's it's kind of lilting and kind of like carries and you know you're like, wow, we are sad. Yeah, like even <laughs> feliz cumpleaños, daddy. It sounds uh-huh. so depressing, right? It's just sad. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> Who wrote the birthday song in a minor key? Come on, guys, go, <laughs> don't sing it. We're gonna get copyright strike. Uh, yeah, you know that's the people who own that. Uh, although so I think they proved that that's out of copyright. Domain. Yes, I, I think, think it is now. Yeah, is it? I, I think so. so. I think there that were two entities that were claiming out. ownership, and neither could actually prove the chain of ownership right. about it right. them. So yeah. it was like ah, public domain. In fact, I think they had to pay a whole bunch of people back, if I remember right. <laughs> really? I'm still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting yeah. for my check. Yeah. Well, it's in the mail. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but uh, no, oh, if you wow, do, guac- right. Yeah, oh, if shit. you do, if you do guacamole too. I have a request, and I know that this okay. isn't for everybody, but for for those of us, maybe maybe do it in the in the the press B, and maybe put it on YouTube. But you know, I'd love to yeah, watch I'd it. Yeah, probably do that. Yeah, same. But especially just because the second game and minor spoilers, because this is stuff that happens in the first few minutes. It's a multiverse based game, mm. and there's a reason you're the last one. Mm. It's because the all the other ones one? have been killed. <laughs> they last Juan. so you're the Juan. only one who can save everyone <laughs> this Did is you like all... the only thing I know about the second game and I was Did like you... oh my gosh this is awesome did you all hear about the Mexican week on the British Bake Off show no, no. yes I saw memes so, about it so That's it. at the beginning they said we're not going to do any puns or jokes or whatever at the expense of the culture and one of the other people said, not even Juan. And every time you keep saying, like, you're the last Juan, I'm like, oh, British Bake Off. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I love the British breakup. This uh, like drink box really leads into the puns and the obvious jokes a lot. So yeah. it, it works. But they, they do it really well with what how they, they do. How they approach it is really funny. Like it, it really and, is good. And the serious parts of Wakamele are awesome. Like you see this giant monster that you learn is an alebrije. And even playing through this game, I didn't know what the hell an alebrije was. <clears throat> uh, I didn't learn until I saw Coco. You know, <laughs> mm, mm. so it's not a it's not a gigante pollo. No, pollo pollo gigante. Sorry, I Americanized that. I put the yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I, I mean, <laughs> sorry, there, like, if you if you play through the game and you don't know what something is, look it up. You'll be pleasantly surprised that you mm. learned something interesting about the culture. It's great. Yeah, they did their they did their homework in a respectful <laughs> way. Nice. I would say. And at least for the most part, I I can't confirm a hundred percent because it's been a few years since I played, but I don't remember anything being like, ooh, <laughs> other than uh, the Nina of the Presidente. So yeah, I, I mean, had... it is funny that the 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 girl that you play as is named Tostada. Like mm. they don't, they never explain it. It's just her name. So I I had my mind palace uh, up and running, and I looked over, and in apparently number two, there's. The chicken Illuminati. <laughs> that's awesome. Like that's that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to watch this played now. Uh, what came first, chicken or the egg? You'll never know because they cover it up. The chicken Illuminati. <laughs> instead of means. instead of the little triangle with the eye, it's a triangle with an egg in the center. <laughs> well, they're time travelers. They can go back in time. <laughs> My youngest, since Russ is going to love this, my youngest one day, we kept making chicken puns. And he literally, this was, he was like 12 years old, looks at everybody in the room and says, I'm tired of all this bigockery. Oh my God. I'm so <laughs> it was perfect. Like everybody just fucking rolled on the floor. That is great. So, uh, in a similar kind of anecdote, uh, whenever I myself <clears throat> or my kids are having a rough day or they're in a bad mood, we'll go for a drive. And at some point in the drive, I will suggest that we start using our imaginations and pretending what would it sound like if we were driving through a field full of chickens. Now, I'm sorry, Peter, we would never actually really do this, uh, along with the chickens. But I, I defy anybody who's in a bad mood to go for a drive and just be driving around and just going. <laughs> I know it's stupid. I'm sorry. My wife hates it when I do this, but. Chicken noises, if you imagine, it's it's the best. When you said play a little bit crossy road there, GP. When you, <laughs> you said know, driving through when you said driving through a field of chickens, I didn't go to you're running them over. Oh yeah, no, no, you have to. That's part of the no, you got, <laughs> the imagination <laughs> exercise. It's a mind it's exercise. It's the stars world. You're driving to the left, left lane. Chickens only go to the right. <laughs> well, now I need a whack Donald's uh, spicy chicken sandwich. That's why they're so tender. They get hit by those vehicles. <laughs> Big gawkery. Anyway, it, it'll cheer you up. That's all I'm saying. Try it. So try it now. Thank right. me later. And sound off in Discord if you did it. And I mean this. Uh, at me on Discord, whatever. When you when you comment on it, because I want to read the I want to read the comments. I'll take the mail on this one, guys. <laughs> so does anybody have any final thoughts on guacamole before we end this? Wrap it up. I'm excited uh, to actually continue playing it. Honestly, I, like I said, when I played it back in 2014, 
I got stuck. I, I don't think I understood Metroidvania to the level that I do now. And, um, as long as I can get past the difficulty spike that I've hit, I've been loving it from front to back. Mm. Yeah. For me, I think, I mean, you guys know how much I, I really only play games that appreciate the player's time. Snap. I think if I can, if I can carve out some time from playing Marvel snap, which I am collector level 360, <laughs> just, just to, just oh. to let you guys know, Gosh. that's a high number. There. That's a high Why would I even try? I can't catch up to that. <laughs> but, but I think if I can put that aside, I actually, my, I think maybe my concern is like Metrovanias can be kind of, kind of long at times, depending. Like I'm thinking like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was quite a long game for me, for me anyway, because I'm terrible at it. But I think <laughs> after seeing the footage of you playing through it, realizing there's mod support, something about playing through this game as a tick and Spider Man is is hitting me the right way. I think I want to <laughs> give him the shot, especially if it's only nine, ten hours. Nine hours is is yeah. totally a a reasonable amount of time to play through a game like this. And I think oh, the yeah. humor is definitely a, a cut above similar games. So I do want to give it another honest shot. I wish I could get more time this week. I, I mean, Jake, I don't know us... if you'll like it though, because the first, well, you need, what you need to know about the boss fights is that they're bots. <laughs> All the way and, through. What if and, I hit level 30 GP is it still bots then? I don't know. I, I haven't got, I haven't boss. gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> But I am collector. I am collector level four hundred and seventy-two in Guacamelee. So, Son of a bitch. All right. Um, but uh, I <laughs> mean, you're the one that to. you're the one that convinced us all to play Tunic. So you got nine hours. Come on. That is true. Uh, you guys did join me in that that wonderful journey that keeps on should we, giving. Should we play, switch tr- the, play uh, Tunic? Should we switch the Tunic discussion in Discord to Marvel Snap? <laughs> <laughs> I think nobody else is playing Tunic except for us. I think people gave up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe. snap. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, a vibrant a number of people who listen to the Presby podcast who are also avid Marvel Snap fans. Just, you know. It's a slim Venn diagram, my friend. But yeah, it, it exists. Sound out in Discord. Jake would love to hear from you. Yeah. If you play yes. Marvel Snap, you let me know. Yeah. He'll take you on. He's level 400. Of course you can't. They don't have that. They don't have that feature yet. <laughs> Oh, so okay. So it's, GP it's are soon. GP are you waiting for the D make to Ness or are you gonna play? <laughs> no, I'll I'll I, I do want to download this one actually, <clears throat> and I'm I'm already excited for the sequel. Uh, that's I don't know I'm into it. Like I said, typically if I don't have any experience or anything, I think I can add to the conversation. I'll just say, hey, I, I can't make it this guys uh, this week. Guys, come up with some weird excuse like my car got hit or you know whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, this one I was excited to to be a part of the chat, and the more I hear about it, especially from somebody with experience, the more excited I get to uh, to buy it and play it. So I no, I think there should be a follow up discussion, and we should definitely do an episode on the sequel uh, sometime early next year. All right. Why wait that long? I'm glad you asked, audience. We have a whole <laughs> list of awesome content coming for the rest of the year. Uh, you know how they say life is a marathon, not a sprint. We are sprinting this fucking marathon. Understand that. The goods are coming. The goods are coming. Press be to cancel.com. Find us there. Yes. yes. Did I oversell um, it? I think I oversold it. Sure. <laughs> I, I had also, at the risk of uh, the wife smacking me in the shoulder later, <laughs> I will say that I have a bad habit of when I play this, I start to lean into the Mexican sounding mm. voice. Oh, because that's not good. And I I went to school in Southern California. Okay, uh-huh. I knew a lot of guys who talk like that. Hey, and, I, 
<laughs> you know, like como, Cheech. Como se dice. <laughs> Cheech from Cheech and Chong, like that yeah. sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, like I, I tried not to. I, I was definitely trying not to with the kiddo, but just because you know that's every once in a while I make fun of the wife when she hurts herself, and I'll be like, ay ay ay, you know, the bee guy from the Simpsons, and get a slap on the shoulder. <laughs> You know, that's okay. Before the internet comes after you, uh, Wolf, I, I will say this. Whatever that, that personality test is, like the NSFJ personality test, it's so in-depth. I had taken that in college, and that is an actual like characteristic trait that I have as well, and however many people have it, where they will kind of absorb the accents of the people around them, which I won't go into it now, but I spent a week once in Georgia, and... Uh, it was it was interesting. Anyway, uh, so, so that, when, that's, that's a real thing. So when you're surrounded by Michael Caine and people just won't watch the world burn. Well, yes. Eventually, I'll get there. Eventually. Yes, Master Wayne. But no, honestly, like, um, so I grew up in a in a city that was predominantly Hispanic uh, and Mexican, which uh, Dodge City, Kansas. And so, like, I think it was seventy-eight to eighty-two. No, I'm, I'm being one hundred percent. Really? Yeah, like wow. seventy-eight okay. to eighty-two percent of our that. that's wild. of our high school realize. population is Native Mexicans. Uh, you're oh, Spanish speaking, okay. and so for the longest time, that's why I took Spanish in high school was because it was more relevant for you know me than French or anything else. But for the longest time, my honest gotten you know Spanish accent was like, "Hola." <laughs> and I did that kind of as a joke early on, and it took me years to break. And I thought about bringing it back out for my little spiel at the top of the episode. But, oh, er. mis amigos. And I love er. that. Anyway, I just I say, wanna, don't feel bad. It's an actual characteristic trait was all I was saying. I want to give a couple honorable mentions for De, La, De Los Muertos. De Los Muertos. See. Uh, si. Play Psychonauts. There is a fantastic episode, or there's a fantastic level that is bueno. this art style. Oh, yes. See. Si. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is um, uh, uh, Double Fine Studios. Um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on um, the the Day of the Dead Double Fine game? Oh, Grim Fandango. Yeah, Grim Fandango. Um, yeah, both fantastic. Play them. Play them. Play Guacamole. Yeah. I better know. Uh oh. Uh oh. We've got. Oh, there it is. Also, also, highly recommend you get yourself some Mexican art from legit Fuck South yeah. Mexico. This is Fuck yeah. And well, I love this cool. thing. And the wife pointed out to me the other day that she's pretty sure this guy is also supposed to be an Adabrije because there's a cross on the back of his chair here. Huh. You can't mm. really see it from the front, mm. but from the back. Yeah, okay. And I mean, it's just super cool. He's got the the sort of patterning that you would see on Alabrijes. So hell yeah, I love that. Found yeah, that thing at awesome. a thrift store uh, like six years ago, and it was <laughs> I say thrift store. It was more of a secondhand store. It was sixty bucks at the time, but mm. the, the wife saw it and she was like, "Okay, it's a dog, it's Mexican art, looks like Oingo Boingo." So <laughs> she brought me to check it out. She was like, "Do you like this?" And I was like. Absolutely, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Amor. Mm. See. Si. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get yourself some aye, aye, aye. artwork. It's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want some of the, you know, the velvet art that I'm talking about, where it's like the velvet back, right? And yep. then they do the art. Yeah. I, 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 I want some of that. 
I think we have something like that too, but it's a flamingos. And then because we eventually when we settle down and buy our own house, we actually want to do the backyard in bright Mexican colors. And hell yeah, it, it's, our chairs are already turquoise prepared for it. We painted those years ago, <sighs> but we're going to do the back in like pink and yellow and all sorts of wa- wacky shit. And our neighbors Fantastic. are going to be like, what? <laughs> See, now I have to translate the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Pardon me, YouTube. <laughs> wow. That was kind of bad. It was. It was. And that's being I've generous, I think. I've like 10% of this entire episode, so I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Sorry, um, YouTube. Sorry, Wife Wolf. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Yes. Um, you can find us on Press B to Cancel. You can... Find all our links on there, or uh, if you want to watch us on YouTube, if you're listening, you can find us at youtube.com slash at Presby to cancel. Yeah, it sounds weird, <laughs> but they introduced Rolls handles, and so now that's our link on YouTube. So it's weird. Everybody will get used to it soonish. It's just not. Yep. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. This has been Press B. Press B. Yeah. Okay, tango Mendia. Like, subscribe, Altamente. all that happiness. Yes, Sorry. please. Altamente recomendada. Thank <laughs> you.